BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. This is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome. You know, I really appreciate everybody who listens to the show. Um, I guess um, I want to call him a longtime friend. Uh, was it, it was at the Black Media Awards. We were sitting at the same table and it, uh, and we decided to get together on this radio show to talk. Talk in public. We, and it is important. My guest is Alfred A. Edmund Jr. He is widely recognized for his expertise on business and economic trends, entrepreneurship, personal finance, leadership development, and mentorship. A lot of people ask me about mentorship all the time on this show. He appears regularly as an expert commentator on national television, radio shows, streaming, and podcast programs. He's an award-winning multimedia journalist. When I was with him, he got an award. He's a uh, senior vice president and editor-at-large at Black Enterprise, responsible for providing branding, marketing, content leadership as a member of the multimedia company's senior management team. Team, please welcome the Money Making Conversation Masterclass, Alfred Edmund Jr. How you doing, sir? Hey, man, it's good to be with you again. <laughs> I'm doing great, Alfred. Um, you know, when I when I think about you, you know, the word legend pops up because you when you when you, because of the fact that you you cover so much ground and you've seen this game of, you know, because it was really interesting because I used to say Black Enterprise Magazine. Now I just say black enterprise. That is, am I right in assuming that the landscape has changed that way? Because that's how it used to be said, black enterprise magazine, correct? Yeah, it, it, you're absolutely right, Rashawn. I mean, we technically haven't been a, at least not a printed magazine right. since, since like 2016. Mm-hmm. But the black enterprise magazine brand is so strong that people mm-hmm. still think of us as a magazine, even though we are now a fully digital live and virtual events company. Um, and have been for some time, but you know the, the the brand that our late founder and and visionary Earl Gray Senior built 
is so strong that people still think that they see Black Enterprise magazine on the newsstands and I'd say, no, you actually have it. It just feels that way. <laughs> you but, know, you know, we, we'll take it. It's, it's all love. It's all love. It is because, I, you know, when I, when I was just uh, putting together the, uh, you know, show content, I kept, I kept wanting to say Black Enterprise Magazine, Magazine, Magazine. And I said, yeah. no, Rashad, no, no, no. Because, and I go online and research tremendous articles that are, especially the support of uh, what you guys do with small businesses or MBEs. How important is that to the, uh, the lifeline or the bloodline of uh, Black Enterprise? I mean, it, it's why we exist. And let me just say for your audience, we answer to both. There's such thing as a digital magazine, so we'll answer to Black Enterprise or Black Enterprise magazine. But the success of Black people in general and Black business owners and entrepreneurs in particular, is the lifeblood of black enterprise. If black businesses aren't growing, if black people aren't making more money, our tagline is wealth for life. If we exist so that black people can build better businesses, bigger businesses, more profitable businesses, have more successful careers, make more money that way, make more money as investors and money managers, whatever way path you want to take, and you're probably going to have to do all three to get to where you want to go. That's what we do. And, and to the degree that black America builds wealth, then black enterprise uh, is successful as well. You know, when I first of all, I got you on this show, but there are other ways people can communicate with you because you're a writer and co-producer and host of Black Enterprise interview series uh, Beyond the Hype. Correct. And your money and uh, your life view oh, on yeah. Facebook Live. Tell us about Beyond the Hype and your money, which right there engages me right there because we always realize people hype stuff up and they're not ready to hype it up. And in the end, it involves your money. Uh, Beyond the Hype and your money, what exactly is that? So the, the, those are two um, of, of about a dozen interview series that are part of the premium content offerings of Black Enterprise. Right. Um, your Money, Your Life is a traditional um, personal finance series that I do that usually streams on Thursdays at noon. Right. Um, and that's actually our oldest podcast right now of the current podcast, but it's a video series and podcast that you can subscribe to um, on, you know, all the podcast services. Um, and then Beyond the Hype, which actually streams on Tuesdays at noon, which actually the latest episode streamed earlier today, is really my, um, I could talk to anybody interview show about any topic. And today we talked about uh, I, my guest was Karen R. Baker, who is a design uh, justice advocate, um, an expert who, t- who talked about how artificial intelligence um, could be a real major threat to uh, black culture if we don't really get ahead of it in terms of cultural appropriation or misappropriation. So we talked about the pros and cons of AI and why it's important for black people to stay on top of it. So, so, but we have other um, series like Sisters, Inc., hosted by my colleague, Elisa Gums. We have The New Norm, hosted by my colleague, Selena Hill. Even our CEO, Butch Graves, our, our, our CEO and the son of the founder, has a show called From the Corner Office, where he talks to Fortune 500 um, CEOs about um, what's happening in corporate America. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of the many ways to engage in the premium content of Black Enterprise, in addition to our daily um, reporting of news and business and financial information at blackenterprise.com. Right. Uh, Alfred, you, you hit a buzzword with me. Uh, AI. Woo! Oh, yeah. You know, because we always last at the party, last to get hired, first to get fired, you know, last to know about a stock tip, last to know about, last to move in a good neighborhood. Now, artificial intelligence. Can you first, let's, let's stay on that for a minute because, you know, it's an educational 
moment there for us all to find out exactly what that means. And then when I hear the word, we got to get on top of it, it can be a threat, because not only a threat just to the black community, you hear the federal government, you hear major corporations saying that we all got to get on top of this AI, this artificial intelligence, especially when you can just have uh, just speaking to a computer phone and they can write a script. People are using uh, law briefs for AI. And, the, and the, the history I know about AI is that once your information is put out in public, especially if you want it to be private, then it immediately gets shared. So let's take a moment to talk about AI because you hit a buzzword that I want to talk about more and more on the show so it can be common knowledge on my show. The floor is yours, Alfred. Well, well, let me say up front um, that that uh, the show that you know we did today on Beyond the Hype, um, you can still go to Black Enterprises YouTube channel and hear what you know Karen R. Baker, who was a great guest who went deep on this uh, subject for what it means to Black uh, people and Black culture. Uh, all of the Black Enterprise series, if you go to the Black Enterprise YouTube channel, yes, you can check out those shows. Um, we also had a, a AI panel at our Rose Meeps and Disruptors Summit that we had in Atlanta, the first ever we ever did that was for Black entrepreneurs. Because our point is this, with every technology that has come about, whether it's Web 2.0, the, the basic internet before that, um, every iteration of technology poses both a threat and an opportunity. And you said it, it, depending on when we get in and how aggressive we are about understanding it, determines how much of it, a threat it is to us and how much opportunity there is. So we've been leaning very heavily into the, the goal is not to disengage the goal is to learn about it as quickly as, as possible to share the information that we have so that we can leverage it for opportunities to build wealth and businesses, but also protect ourselves from those aspects that, that uh, if we only see it as consumers of the, of the technology, but not as producers, not as designers of the technology, we will be on the wrong end of the stick again. So, so we, we stress, especially to the entrepreneurs, especially to the creatives, especially to the founders in the black community, we need you leaning in to learn this stuff, master this stuff, to teach it, especially to our children and their children, so that we're not stuck again and we only consume, but we're not producing. And, and, and that's what um, Karen Baker's point. She's an expert in design. She's actually getting a Ph.D. in design because design is where it all happens. The people designing it on the front end, inventing it and creating it on the front end will dictate what happens to those of us on the back end who are using it and being impacted by it. Now, Alfred, you are the senior vice president, executive editor at large of Black Enterprise. I would think that AI will be something you'd be. I'm not saying you're not, but I would think that mm -hmm. it, 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 when you combine that technology with Black Enterprise being digital and the fact that, you know, you, you're kind of like the face of black entrepreneurship. I would think that AI can be a, a gateway to Tremendous expansion and knowledge and and information distribution. Am I correct in assuming that? Oh yeah. Um, one of the other things that I, I do, I am uh, uh, I was an entrepreneur residence and lead mentor for the Black Owned Media and Sustainability Institute, right. known, otherwise known as BOMISI. Uh, we just had our big um, weekend uh, in uh, Tulsa during Juneteenth, mm -hmm. and one of the sessions, one of the presentations, was on AI and what it meant for black owned media. Right. And the truth is we, if we can get ahead of it and leverage it, it could be really important in terms of opportunities for black owned media, both traditional and established like black enterprise and newly emerging. So your point is very well made. It, it really does uh, give us an opportunity if we lean into it 
to use it to leverage the growth and viability of Black-owned media. But the other thing is that we have to be able to emphasize what artificial intelligence can't do. It cannot take the place of what Black people bring to the table in terms of culture. And to the degree that what it's going to do is, is make being being able to communicate individual humanity even more valuable because you, you can't replace that. So the ability for Black people to physically show up in places to do media, to do interviews, it's going to be a higher, have a higher value than it does now when a lot of remote stuff can be done um, through technological means. Yeah. I'm, uh, you, can, you, can, you can stop me, Alfred, if I'm, if I'm leaning too far out. Because because what people need to understand about artificial intelligence is that, and this is what they are saying, people can rewrite our culture. And we're in a society today where they don't even want our culture in books. You can see this in states. Right now, Florida and 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 and, and uh, Texas, right now, where they they get mad when you you know they where they don't want to admit slavery exists. So in AI, because AI is a software where it, it pulls information from different places, it pulls information. So not just black people, there are people out there who are uh, 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 neo Nazis. They can they can they can create. Uh, libraries of information that can denounce the Holocaust. And so because of the AI, so when people start saying, wow, you, we have to put a grip on it. We have to control this because what they're saying is if you get into an AI and sometimes you, you're kind of dealing with AI now when you're doing Google, because you can type in the sentence and say, Oh, where's my house or where find me a hardware store. That's kind of like AI in the early stages. And yeah. so and it, Rashad, you're making, you're making an important point. AI itself is not new. Right. So you're, you're making a great point. AI exists. We have been using AI in one form or another for decades. Yes. What's different is now is that a critical mass of data yes. has not accumulated that AI can draw from. And that's what's making these um, leaps and bounds of innovation um, and power, technological power possible. And that was my guest, Karen Baker's point this morning. Right. We- BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic, oracle.com strategic. 
Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. We have to be very serious about understanding on the front end where the data is being drawn from, where the design is happening, because if you don't, if you're not, if, uh, if you're not present as black people at the front end, the impact on the back end is a fait accompli. So, so you're right. It's not, you know, you, you really, we really have to be not just watching, but engaged and involved because it's not that AI is new. It's just that there's so much data to draw from out there that it could be used for good or it could be used in a very destructive way. And, you know, as particularly as relates to, I mean, we, we talked about on the show today, for example, you know, if, if people have a AI takes a recording of your voice, it can make a voice that sounds just like Rashawn McDonald say something that you never said. I mean, right, talked right. some of the examples of rappers, music, like they didn't make the AI said, here's how Drake would rap if I was Drake. And it, and it could take enough data to duplicate that. And so we talked about well, how would that be applied if you get accused of a crime and the prosecutor presents a tape that says it's you and it's not you because they, somebody used artificial intelligence to basically frame you. Now you're going to need to have a defense attorney that has technological capability to be able to say, no, this is a, a fake AI recording of my client, not my client. And so, again, it's not it's, every tool can be a weapon or, or a tool. Wow. Every technology from a hammer to a nail to a car, it could be used for good or bad. The key is being engaged enough in that technology to maximize the opportunity that it presents and defend yourself against the threat that it presents. And that's true for every technology since the beginning of time, is that your AI is happening fast. Alfred, you couldn't have picked a better time to come on my show. I'm talking to Senior Vice President, Executive Editor editor at Large at Black Enterprise. Alfred, I'll be right back going to the break. Uh, This Money Making Conversation Masterclass. Wow. Talk about education. We are getting an education on the show today. Be right back with more Money Making Conversation Masterclass. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald. HBCUs represent Black excellence. If you attend or are an alumnus of an HBCU, we want to hear about your story. The My HBCU Story Digital Library will allow current HBCU students and alumni to share their stories. Registration is open to everyone. More information is available at hbcucollegeday.com. Click My HBCU Story. Next, you can upload a photo. The photo can be recent or from when you attended your HBCU. Then, share your academic or social experience at your HBCU, which can be your favorite class, hangout joint, homecoming game, student center, on or off campus party, Greek show, and how attending an HBCU changed your life. We also want to hear stories if you pledged a fraternity or sorority. The goal is to use your My HBCU story to promote and uplift the HBCU brand. Your HBCU prepared you for success, and now we want everyone to read about your Black excellence. More information is available at hbcucollegeday.com. You can click My HBCU Story to share your story. 
You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald. This week I sat down with award-winning actor, best-selling author, and entrepreneur, Hill Harper. He stopped by and talked about how his thyroid cancer diagnosis led to his role as a health and wellness ambassador, teaching everyday people how to live healthier lives. We believe that a lot of the root cause of cancer has to do with what we put on our skin. Our skin is the largest organ in our body. Mm-hmm. It absorbs everything mm-hmm. just as if you ate it. Your endocrine system, your liver, your kidneys have to deal with it. And they said the reason why it'll never be tested because the same companies that make the lotions that contain the aluminum, the petroleum, the parabens, and the oils and all these things, the same companies who make that are also the same companies that are the drug companies. Right. So they're never going to do a, a long-term study of the effects of their product. If you want to listen to this full interview with Hill Harper, it's available on MoneyMakingConversations.com. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. How you doing? Welcome back to Money Making Conversations Masterclass. I have Alfred on the phone. Good friend, Black Enterprise. Uh, the, 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 hey, Alfred, you know, you know, you got me fired up. I'm just let you know, you got me fired up with that AI talk. And um, I see, I see, I see. You know, but that's a beautiful thing because I've been looking, and it was exposed to me at this week, this weekend again, right in front of me at a major event that I attended to. I attended, and just seeing that data being pulled out right on the big screen, and how easy it was, let me know that. What you're doing and that conversation you had today, we should we should visit it. We should look at we should look at the, the idea that right now our stories can be rewritten about as simple as a, a story like by Harriet Tubman can be rewritten through AI if we allow people to create databases where they where these AI uh, systems go and pull information and they can they can pull information that's wrong. And so that's what we we're talking about when we say it's dangerous. It's dangerous when people of power, people of uh, have the ability to rewrite the story. But more importantly, in this digital platform that black enterprise exists in, what are the advantages of that? Well, I mean, the reason why all most existing media companies, you know, whether you're doing video, audio or, or print um, and we, you know, we do all three is digital because that's the, the means of distribution. Uh, typically, we're not out of the magazine business because we fell out of love with magazines. We're, we're out of the magazine business because you can't distribute information quickly that way anymore. Um, you know, not as quickly as you can do it digitally. Uh, so, you know, what we started back really early, back probably around 20, 2005, uh, under the leadership of our current CEO, Butch Graves, we recognized that um, digital was gonna be the distribution means of the future. And we started moving in that direction even way back then. Um, and we're still in business today as a result. Um, but we also are known for our live and virtual events. Um, right. We, we pretty much are, fam- are familiar with our Women of Power Summit for Black Women in Corporate America um, upcoming, which, which I'm the leader of from a content planning standpoint. We have our Black Men Excel Summit, which is coming up in October, October 11th through 13th in Miami, which is about celebrating the excellence and leadership of black men um, in corporate America or in business business owners that do business with corporate America, um, that that's a, you know the other core part of our business. So it's digital media and live um, activation and live live and virtual events because we do virtual conferences too. We got really good at that during the pandemic because mm-hmm. people couldn't gather. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to figure out ways to communicate information and connect people um, remotely, and so as a result, that's that's what Black Enterprise is today. And so blackenterprise.com obviously is the core hub. Um, and again, you can listen to all of our shows. You can get all of our daily content. You can subscribe to newsletters to get daily content. 
Um, but also that's where you register for all of our events. Um, and so it's a great hub. And also you should be following it. If your listeners aren't already, you should be following black enterprise on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, because we feed all of our shows, all of our content across those platforms. So you can get it there too, as opposed to you having to go to the website. We know let's, let's go back a little bit where you just brought up the, uh, celebrate the excellence and leadership of black men, the black men XL summit. Let's, let's talk about that and the importance of it. And how does my listeners, if they want to engage or find out more, where do they go? You can go to blackenterprise.com and you'll see the events tab and you can find the event or you can go directly to the black men Excel site blackenterprise.com forward slash BMX Mm -hmm. BMX 2023 Mm -hmm. and it'll take you directly to the landing page and we're honoring Anthony Anderson we're honoring um, the new CEO of of, uh, the CEO of of Grain LLC Mm -hmm. Um, Grain we're honoring um, you know let me just give you the broad strokes this is the only event that, that that's a national event that honors and celebrates the excellence and leadership of black men just for being black men. Not because we are great athletes, not because we can sing, not because we can rap, not because we can act, but this honors black men and our leadership excellence across the board in business and in corporate America. Um, this is going to be our seventh year doing this event. It's kind of the parallel to what we do with black women for our women of power summit. And uh, it, it's powerful because sadly, most events for black men, though they are very important and necessary, kind of deal with us as if we are all dysfunctional and need to be fixed. Right. We found in our research going back to 2015 that there were very few events that said, no, black men don't need to be fixed. We need to be celebrated and elevated. And in celebrating and elevating black men, that creates the, the energy to, to help us to address any issues that we may have. But we're not the problem. We're the solution to the problem. And so that's why Black Men Excel is so important. It has grown tremendously in popularity with the brothers who come every year. Usually it's between 500 and 700 brothers, all leaders in their own right, doing amazing things. And uh, again, uh, I'm very excited about it and I'm glad to be a part of it. First of all, thank you. That's why I want to go back a a little bit on that, because, again, as a black man, you know, there's so much negative information that's being distributed about us and just in general media. You know, sometimes I don't even like getting up and watching the news because it's going to be some black man arrested, some black man and shot somebody, some black man hasn't been in a fight. And it's, it's, that's the least story. When we started out and started, you know, planning, you know, doing this event again, the first year we did it was in 2017. Right. Uh, We made this, I, I made this statement. I said, if you're a black man in America, especially with the media, mainstream media, you fall into one of five buckets. It's either victim, perpetrator, athlete, entertainer, or Barack Obama, meaning you got to be, you know, a, a, you know, almost like a celebrity black man. Right. Mm-hmm. Me and you, Rashawn, are invisible because we yes. don't fall into any of those five buckets. Yes. We're, mm-hmm. not, we're, not a, we're not the first black president. We're not victims. We're not perpetrators. We're not athletes and we're not entertainers. Right. And so what we said, we want to create a black men excel for the vast majority of us who are doing great things, who are great fathers, who are great entrepreneurs, who are doing great things in communities and companies all across this country, who don't fall into those five categories yet still deserve to be recognized. Uh, and, you know, because you're right. You turn on the TV. If you don't fall into one of those five buckets, then you're, you're not on the TV. 
You know, I, I've, I've been, uh, I've, the fortune, a good, bad fortune. I lived in New York, and New York was horrible just watching blacks being, if the, I can't say it's the truth because I don't know what the truth is. That's what they were just saying. when they, And I was at the, I was in L.A. in um, the early 90s when drive-by shootings were ridiculous. So every news story is about a drive-by shooting, a drive-by shooting. It was just so disheartening. And so when I hear about events like this, they should be celebrated because for once, we got to paint, we got to change the narrative of honesty. And this, yes. is what, this is where the AI comes into play too. Because AI can damage and hurt the progress that the summits like this that you are doing and uh, and producing are creating, correct? Yes. I mean, what we've been fighting, and it was the reason I became a journalist in the first place back when I was an undergraduate in college now over 40 years ago. I, I heard a speech by the granddaughter of Paul Robeson. Her name was Susan Robeson. She was a producer for a black uh, issue show called Like It Is with Gil Noble here in New York. I grew up watching it when I was a kid. And she said that black people are in the battle of the images. It's why the black press existed. It's why, you know, Frederick Douglass and, and, and uh, Ida B. Wells and others got into this idea that we have to tell our own story. You said the word. We have to tell our own narrative because if we don't control our own images, our own narrative, then we either become erased or, or attacked. And so the game is in, in the in the battle is still going on, whether once upon a time it was black newspapers. Now it's AI and digital media, but it's the same battle. And you're right. If we don't tell our own stories, then we will always be in trouble. My brother, at least once a quarter. I, I love to hear your voice on my show. Uh, I have been um, so inspired, so moved and so educated by this conversation. And we need to hear you more. Uh, I know you got podcasts. You ain't said nothing but a word. I'll come <laughs> on anytime you want, man. My brother, you know how much I admire you, respect you. Uh, I was so happy that we got to lay eyes on each other. Yes, sir. Black media honors. Yes, sir. Uh, a couple, of, you know, a few weeks ago. So yeah, man, you you, you call. I'm coming. I okay, I thank you, and I appreciate you taking the time, man. And black. Enterprise. That's right. Black. You can say magazine if you want to, but it's Black Enterprise. And he he answer the call. Thank you for coming on the show, Alfred. My pleasure, Rashawn. Be be well. All right. Appreciate everybody for listening to the show again. Money Making Conversation Masterclass. You can go to moneymakingconversation.com. This is Rashawn McDonald. Bye bye. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Money Making Conversations Masterclass. Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald is produced by 3815 Media Inc. More information about 3815 Media Inc. is available at 3815media.com. And always remember to lead with your gifts. are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald. Gospel rapper Lecrae has won multiple Grammy and Billboard Awards, and he is one of my favorite Christian rappers. He stated that he is focusing on faith over religion. I asked him, 
to explain. Sometimes I think you wear that face. You just put on those lenses that allow you to just keep going and pushing through without dealing with the problems and the trauma. And you allow successes to define you instead of you being successful out of a healthy and whole version of yourself. You're allowing the successes to convince you that you are healthy and whole. And I think that's a very different thing. And so for me, it was a matter of becoming a healthy, whole individual and dealing with some historical traumas and recognizing that I was a slave, what other people wanted of me and not being who I was created to be. If you want to hear this full interview with Lecrae, visit MoneyMakingConversation.com. Keep winning. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.